1992. A jury in a Simi Valley courtroom acquitted four Los Angeles police officers of the brutal beating of motorist Rodney King. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Stacey C. Kuhn, not guilty. That decision would ignite six of the most explosive days in Los Angeles history. 37 people dead, more than 1,300 injured, more than 4,000 arrested. Damage estimate, $200 million and rising. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH remembers the civil unrest of 1992. And throughout all the chaos, we were there. Please stay out of the streets. And keep you updated on what's going on around you so you don't need to go out in the streets. We'll let you know. Tune in to KJLH all week, April 30th through May 4th, as Carl Nelson returns to the front page, 4.30 to 6 a.m., to join with Dominique de Prima for the 20th anniversary of the front page and the civil unrest. And to this gentleman, I'll call him, that says there's a revolution happening, a revolution happens if we're fighting the enemy. We're out there tonight fighting each other. Right here on Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. The original community. This is the front page on Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Cause the worst come the worst, my people's come first. So if you ain't busting down, please disperse. Please disperse. Please disperse. I knew I never should have bought that tease the price. Cause my worst come the worst, my people's come first. So if you ain't busting down, please disperse. Please disperse. Please disperse. Please disperse. Please disperse. Find your greatness. The front page. Radio Free. 102.3. K-J-L-H. Had to get it out. Yeah. Come on. My name is Quick and I be moving fast like a race car. But I'm top seed, number one, like the pace car. Whether you up on me or you chilling way far, you can tell almost immediately that I'm a star. So listen. Why you coming off hard? My objective is to catch you off guard. Get covert and infiltrate your clique. Crack your and mac your. Now tell me, could you conceive her? Giving her the love fever for hours at a time before I take a breather. And when she tell me she loves me, I don't believe her. Cause I rock in stereo or mono, hot like Dino. Real, and So when you see her. With his girl, then baby, play like you don't know me, and we'll keep her in a twirl. Because I go deeper than a deep blue sea, baby. Do you really wanna play the flute on me? Here, I'll give you a sack and take it back, and you'll die to get it, little pump. Cause I'm fly with it. One with the muck, we're getting down, 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 down. They give us pound, pound, pound. Looking for something that be nice, brown and round. We can make them keep a brand new sound. One with the muck, we're getting down, 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 down. They give us pound, pound, pound. I don't chase it, but you can place it. Taste it, I'll leave it in the basement. I'll be the riddler, that's too familiar. Get in the middle of ya, and then I'll do ya. Till it tickles, with no pebbles. Scratch your back and rub your Baby, I'm a girl. Get the KY, you never made a chick alone. Baby, say hi, fly like an eagle. In the range, over or regal. Looking for the party people. And when I catch your baby girl, you should feel lucky. We can make love. Cause you got more bounce than Roger Trout, man I don't know when it's in and out And so me, baby, give me that good thing 
Cause sugar free Mossberg quick in the AM Definitely knows how to play him Cause we went from demos to limos to lunch overseas To models from a line on their knees Radio Free 102.3 KJLH If you don't know who that is I don't think you're allowed to stay in L.A. DJ Cooking AMG with a brand new sound, new sound, new sound. Yeah, good morning. What up, Mr. Prima? <laughs> good morning, it's Friend Page. DJ Quick is here. Let's see, Jasmine Canick doing a great job rounding all you folks up, and she wrote this for me to say. DJ Quick is an MC and record producer from Compton, California, whose debut album, Quick is the Name, which was released in 1991, was led by the success of two top 20 R&B singles tonight and Born and Raised in Compton. Yeah. That was pretty good. Good job, Jasmine. Thank you, Jasmine. Uh, DJ Quick is here. It's great to see you, sir. You too, Ma. And uh, Jasmine just doesn't want me to mess up, so she's written these things for me to say. Hailing from the West Coast, rapper, dancer, and actress, Medusa, known as the queen of underground hip-hop. Oh, Dominique, you better tell Jasmine, thank you for me. Yes, indeed. Well, she's right there. <laughs> uh, this one's kind of long, Hutch, but I'll do what I can. <laughs> Above the Law is a rap group from Pomona, California, founded in 1989 uh, by Big Hutch. In 1989, the group signed to the late Easy E's Ruthless Records. May he rest in peace. Doesn't say that. But there they become close associates of the pioneering rap group NWA. Their first album on Ruthless, 1990s Living Life. Like hustlers, Living like a hustler. featured guest appearances from NWA members, now. some production from Dre, Above the Law, best known for their hit, the SOP. Okay, it's still going. Well, so we'll say Black to Superman, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. say that's the biggest record. Yeah. 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 yeah, I have, still have that stuff, but it's, um, I don't have the radio edit. Oh, yeah, well, anything. I know that. <laughs> we even have I, pre- radio I prefer you not having the radio head, really, when you're riding around. That's called uh-huh. I Get Fired when I don't have the radio head. But good morning, my old friend. Good morning. You know? It's great to see you. you I, yeah, I feel like I'm back at another radio station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the old days. Yeah, huh? Okay. That one we miss? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one that does. That missed us. That huh? No longer yeah. exists. <laughs> hey, can I start for time until we find Black Superman radio version? You can get on. You can Whoa. go Google it. Oh, yeah. You know, you know how it works, yeah. Avi's going to get it right now. I see him taking off the headphones. That means he's going to get it. That's what's up, Avi. He's putting oh, on his cape. Oh, so oh, that's what I'm talking Yeah, about. we have that. That yeah, works. We have that. Hey, I'll tell you, I'll give you a little history. The breakbeat that you use for Black Superman. Uh-huh. That came from me. I know. Off of uh, Second and Nuns, Be True to Yourself. I, well, we know that. And I did a, I did the five-minute European breakdown, which oh. I, I'll never do again. When okay. you break it all the way down to just the drums, right? everybody stole it. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> Is Simon that why Harris. you'll never do it again? Yeah, I pro- yeah, I'm a little leery about like putting my breakbeats out there, yeah. especially yeah, when they're original. Sure. Yeah. You know, so, but I put it out there. Simon Harris, this one popular bootlegger yeah, kind of guy, absolutely. put it on vinyl, yeah. sold it again, and Warren G sampled I was like, I'm hearing my music go hard. Yeah. Like that, be, it was just working in everybody's track. But when I heard it in Black Superman, I was like, "Well, you know, quick, quick, kind of, you know, I had to do him like that because you know he told me when I met Quick, he said, "Man, I took the, I took a loop off your record from a record y'all did at Ruthless called Menace to Society, <laughs> which was which was a BT Express loop. Yeah. But he said I couldn't find a loop, so I just took Take it off, off exactly. living like hustlers and looped it. Production workshop. Yeah. Wait, I have one for you, sir. Uh, Big Y, one of the original members of the Blood and Crips Banging on Wax album, best known as a member of the popular groups 
uh, young soldiers signed to Dangerous uh, Quality Records. The relatives later. Uh, relatives, work, yep. yeah. Working with um, Suge Knight, he signed to Death Row. And uh, he was featured on the film soundtrack for Murder Was the Case, born and raised in Inglewood, right around the corner. <laughs> now he's the CEO yeah, and co-founder of the 319 Music Group, uh, which is home to Cali Swag District. Good morning. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah, good, morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome. Thank you. Um, right across the street. Yeah. Right across the street, and we never met. Yeah. Glad to know you. It's all right. But you know what? We've been, um, this whole kind of two weeks, this week and next week, next week, Carl Nelson, who's one of the originators of the show, is coming in to co-host with me. I invited him back to celebrate 20 years of this show. Oh, awesome. Um, no. We're also commemorating 20 years of... You know, Watts Peace Treaty this weekend right. in Watts. Mm-hmm. And as uh, if you look at TV, you can't help but know it's 20 years since the civil unrest or yeah, the yeah. riots, as That's they right. like to call it yeah, on the yeah. news. Yeah. And um, I know, you know, even from not being here, being in San Francisco at that time, that the music of L.A. Mm-hmm. really was kind of talking about, predicting, yeah. and reporting on why that happened before it even happened. Right, right. Reporting right. being the operative word. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think for, to us it was actually happening, but, you know, it just hadn't broke open <laughs> because, you know, because the, the climate of that, that what built up to that happening was just what was going on. It just, people hadn't came together and really just set it off, you know? It was like, yeah. it was different. You know what I mean? It's something horrific to everybody well, when everybody's seeing it, but we was going through it all the time. Absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. Every day. Yeah. And it was like normal life. Like, you knew which police was going <laughs> to yeah. kick you in your legs. Yeah. It was segregation. Yeah, yeah. Remember, segregation. remember we used to get stopped for being like four yeah. deep in a car and get lined up for yeah. nothing. Just out the car. That was take called racial, Polaroid, racial, racial profiling. Like, all of that, you know. And, and that was, that was going to happen sooner or later. It was going to happen. There's yeah. some microphone sharing yeah. going on in here today. But Look who just walked in. Yo-Yo just walked in. Grammy-nominated rapper and actress. Uh, Yo-Yo. Uh, you got to play with my Yo-Yo. Yeah, the founder of the IBWC, the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition. Hi, Yo-Yo. Good morning. Good morning. And what's amazing, everyone looks like wide awake. <laughs> um, how did that happen? Because you called Dominique. He's like, Dominique. Uh, we got to yeah, be right. I went to bed at 7.30. Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, put the champagne up and crashed out. Welcome to my life. Well, um, And Yo-Yo, we were just talking about how... For a lot of the MCs, a lot of the rappers, a lot of regular people living in L.A. kind of knew this civil unrest or this riot, if you want to call it that, or rebellion was coming before it came because... Because of Daryl Gates. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Bottom line. Ooh, because of Daryl Gates, he See, brought that racism I, to our community, to Battle Ram, to people's, into people's houses. But you knew he was just that. so gangster with it. Wow. He was just so racist. He brought those police officers he from back down south who had that oh, racial mentality to come here and get L.A. in control because yeah. they thought the gang banging and drug dealing that they had already. But it was obvious. Like After he retired, we did his radio show. He had a radio show. But I remember. And, uh, How could you do his radio show? He did the radio show, and he told us <laughs> he had some, 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 like, some special unit cops call in and, like, 
told Lil Stretch, I hope, you know, you get your brains blew out at Will Rogers Park, and I'm on the other end of the gun. Wow. You know what I mean? At the end, Dirk Gates tried to squeeze my hand. You know, he shake your hand manly, but he tried to squeeze it all hard, so I, you know, well, the irony is, is that I was, I was going to be the first to say that. Any, you know, yo, yo, you know how she, yo, yo, like, she just came and just dunked on us. Right. But, you know, any organization is only as strong as its leader. So them all the LAPD officers of that era were only doing what they were told to do. Right. And they were being told by a cowboy, a reckless cowboy slash mafioso. Maybe this will bring back some memories. A lot of rhetoric about this. A lot of discussion over a long period of time. A lot of tensions have been uh, have been developed over this past year. Uh, and Sterile I think gates. that there's an awful lot of, of people out there that just simply use any opportunity uh, to go to the streets. Uh, and I think that what we saw out there uh, last night were not the, the good people of South Central Los Angeles uh, at all. Uh, we were seeing a lot of young people, a lot of gang members, a lot of drunks, a lot of people who uh, will use any, uh, any excuse whatsoever. Uh, to do this kind of thing, as I okay, I, I, I can only take that yeah. in short doses. But you know, I I don't know if anybody heard because it is early in the morning. But when he passed away. Was it about a year ago? Yes, yeah, oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, People yeah. were calling yeah. in this he radio passed, station passed, like it ago. was like, like Osama bin Laden had been caught. Yeah. <laughs> Trust. Wow. Yeah. Gates was so cold, cold during that time that you know I I I was locked up during that time, and Medusa. he he was arresting skateboarders. It, I I had never seen that many skateboard heads locked up just for rolling on the sidewalks. I was like, what do you? The 15, 17 year olds. He he didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was it was it, it it didn't matter if you were in the street and you looked like you belong, like that was your life and that was your style. He was gonna snatch you up. It was a done deal, and it was amazing from the inside and then coming out and looking at the streets. I was like, oh, this cat well, is on a mission. Well, being four deep was a felony, so Man. you know, come on, you know, back right. then being just being deep in the car was a felony. You know, I mean, you didn't have to be Still doing nothing, is. so. You know, I mean, far as racial profiling, and we talk about before what went down, it was always it was always cracking like that because I guess kind of like Yo Yo came and said that whole that whole mentality it was racist anyway from the top all the way down. You know, I don't care if it was a black cop or white, even probably even worse when it was black cops, maybe you know, because they were trying to get in where they fit in and press. Yeah. So I mean, when, when when you build it on corruption, I mean, this is what you get. You know, and then far as what he was saying about people running around crazy, I mean, what do you think was going to happen after the fact? It's like, we we already knew we didn't have no rights, and you talking about a time where everybody was able to say and do what they wanted to do at that point, you know? I mean, it's just like, you they, they was looking at it the wrong way, like, we can't justify and say that everything that was going on as far as gangs was right, right? but they attacked the situation the wrong way. That's just like if you disciplining your child, you're not finna get a belt with spikes in it and... And beat them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? So it was like, 
they took it upon themselves. It's like, if they're going to be this, then we're going to be that. And right. you're the law. You're supposed to try to uphold and, you know, work around it. And they couldn't figure it out, so they went against the grain. Mm-hmm. And that's what led up to the explosion. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. And it was a, a, a disconnect, too. Yeah. Because you didn't feel close to the police back then. You didn't feel oh. like there were people you could call to help you. Yeah. So, you know, I get bullied or I get robbed. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had to take it. You know, how we say, I keep, we're going to keep it in the streets. Yeah. You know, that was oh, the kind of thing. Right because, you know, that's just the way they separated. It was all, it was a lot of separatism. Yeah. And um, amongst, you know, amongst us, like, we all knew that the one thing, the people, when I say us, the, the, the big thinkers, the geniuses, mm-hmm. we knew that all they had to do was <laughs> Get an acquittal. Not, I mean, not an acquittal, but convict at least one or two of them, and everything would have been fine. Right. Just show us fair. Don't slap us in our face and That's call right. us ignorant. Yeah. Everybody kicked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was real, it was a real black and white situation then. It was just so black and white. Polarized. Yeah, it, it was really black and white situation. I think everybody at that time had been pulled over and harassed, no matter what, just by being, you know. And that's the beginning. Ben, I was players clique. We used to be rolling in like. The, um, like regals or whatever, and they see you in a regal. Oh, you fit the criteria. Get out. We ripping the seats up. You gonna lay down? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, and they used to make the women lay down. Get out. Lay down. I could. I remember the first time I was because I used to always see them do it, and I said they would never let me. I mean, I would never do that. I would never get out. Get it, and it happened. That movie color. It happened, and I was just too. crying the whole time. I could not believe it. Not just get out, but lay down. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not laying down on the ground. They said you gonna lay down. I said I'm not laying. Down, you're gonna lay down like for what? I mean, I just could not believe it, but that's, yeah, that's, that's what it was. It was on the movie Boys in the Hood, showed it perfectly. Yeah. How, you know, like you one of them Crenshaw mafias or something. <laughs> okay. How you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're way down here on Crenshaw. That's way back the other way. How okay. you? And that's real life, though. It's not just yeah. a movie, they just you know, they just. Well, when we saw what happened in, in 92 with the, um, what I call it civil unrest, to me it was about um, people pushing back. Mm-hmm. Even if there was chaos and, and whatnot that occurred, people were pushing back and saying enough. And I think the reason we saw it in so many different cities across the nation was because all of us related. I mean, I was in San Francisco, we were in Oakland, and we heard, you know, we heard, you know, the songs that were coming out of L.A. And we were like, heck Yeah. You know, that happened right up the street, and so nobody was surprised, and the natural reaction was everyone took to the street. We didn't have people dying, but we had windows being smashed, stuff mm-hmm. being looted, um, rallies and protests and all the rest of it, uh, police cars being lit on fire. All that was happening in San Francisco, and I don't. I think one of the things that's not reported is how that happened in, in cities large and small across mm-hmm. the country, just like what we're seeing right now with Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. And it, it, nobody had to tell us. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, oh, not right. this again. Not this again. Okay. And did y'all speak on Latasha Har- Latanya Harlan? Latasha Harlan. No. No. Yeah. I'm just saying that was a part of it too. It definitely yeah. was. That, that was part of it. I, I mean, you couldn't go into a Korean store. I mean, the Koreans were coming in and regulating the blacks. They came, moved in our community, couldn't speak our language, treating you like you were stealing something every time you went in their store. And that was a a big problem too, because everybody was feeling like it. You saw it in a lot of movies. It's, people started talking about it a lot. Do you think that uh, that's gotten any better? Has that changed? No, that's no. still happening. That was done to me the other day. You know, I'm a grown woman. 
walking in the store. See, I, I'm oh, sorry. It's right around the corner from me. And, and I'm like, okay, you see me almost every day. How are you following me down the aisle right now? You know, the that's only ones be, that's cool is the ones that you know been in the neighborhood for a minute. Kid. Right. And they know you by name. And you know, hey, what's up, Papa Song? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. But other than that, they don't know. Just like when the rise jumped off, they didn't have no mercy. It was a way that you could protect your store and do different things. You try to go buy that slots and swap meat. They had meat on the wood. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So could it happen? Yeah, could, could, could 92 unrest, rebellion, riot, uprising, whatever you call it, could that happen today? No. No. Why not? Because it's, it's we're coming from a, it, it's it's the playing field is a lot more level now. There's it's it's a little better communication between police and civilians. So I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't, I don't even think. Um, I, I'm, why would we want that to happen again anyway? You see what the real what the total outcome of it was was that we burned our own stuff down. Well, yeah. So it's gonna be that stupid. Again. I mean, the slogan that I, I came up with is called "Peace like Without Retreat." It's different than "No Justice, No Peace." Peace without retreat means we have peace in our neighborhoods and we keep our children safe. But we use every available avenue to get that justice. And you know no what? Retreat. I think it can happen. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. I think it can happen. I mean, because have you been to the public schools lately? And yeah. when these kids, they are not training our kids. I mean, they, the, the, the government is not putting back the resources into our community. These kids are not getting brighter. They're getting duller. They're getting more defiant. You can't tell them nothing. They've already put these laws out that the parents can't discipline their kids within our community. They coming in your house. You you can't send your kid to another school outside the district because you're going to get five years or, you, you know, you're going to face some laws. It's just, it's and these kids, I'm telling you, if, if they don't um, know better, they can't do better. And they are just getting wilder and wilder. And who knows what these kids might you know do what, if yo, some yo, stuff jumped off. Me and you are moms. And, and so we, get, we, we may have to do a show and just go at it on this topic. <laughs> because on that topic, I right? really do yeah, not think yeah. kids are any more wild today. They're exposed to more. They have social media. They have to deal with things we didn't have to deal with. But I don't think they're any wilder. I think we grow up and we get convenient amnesia and we forget all the mess we were we doing. We did. Church. I, I'm until always going to be an advocate for the kids. Until you yeah. deal with kids are day to day, yeah. then you perfect. really understand. You I have a young group in that age bracket. And <laughs> you're talking about trying to hold it. Every night is a kickback in the studio. You're trying to, they don't have no hustle. They don't want to hustle. They don't want to do nothing to Spoiled. get no money. They, all they want to do is... Involved in pills and partying. Instant gratification. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little different. I mean, I speak to a lot of teachers. I mean, in the, in the city, and I just think the money is not going there. And the now teachers that, don't. That part we agree Right, with. yeah, yeah. The teachers don't you care. Blame them for being defiant, yo-yo, when the school Right, exactly. Suck. And that's what I'm blaming. I'm blaming the that there's no resources. Everything that's for them. I was just, yeah, I was just thinking that we have no more artist programs. Yeah. We we don't have any music yeah. programs, after school programs. Where would I? be without a music oh, program. come on. I know I would never have showed yeah. up for school. You wouldn't have one. I would have made. Okay. On that block, pushing hard. And you can't, and, and you can't, you, you got a group of people that are being arrested like we own something and we don't own anything. Yeah, mm. yeah like, but come it, on now. I mean, Yo-Yo, I know you got your school for hip-hop. Yes. And hopefully we'll see that in some of these schools. Yes. Yes. Because absolutely, I know I would never have gone to school. If it wasn't for the theater and the music exactly. and dance, absolutely. I would have been like, why would I go there? Mm -hmm. And now it's gone, so 
I think our, our children are facing more, and hopefully we'll see. Uh, what's yes. the website for you? Uh, YoYoSchoolOfHipHop.com. Yo, yo, so hopefully we'll see that. I would love to see stuff like that yes. in school. And I'm working with the, chi- the uh, children, family, what is it, DCFS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, D- Department DC, of yes. Children and Family, family Services. Yo, yo, work with the foster homes and the group homes. We had our group go out there. It's a beautiful situation because, you know, it's, it's opening the doors up for the kids now to get a part of hip-hop and Why? really learn the culture of it. And I mean, because I know for a fact, if it wasn't for hip-hop, you, you know, ain't no telling what, DJ <laughs> Quick, Hutch, me. Yes. Right. Don't tell what we would have been. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, I don't know. I would have been. I know. Yeah. We can't tell you. It might, might not be too positive. On a high level, you, you would be doing it. Like it. <laughs> the genius. Platinum <laughs> sellers. Hey, the genius. You know, you, you, know, moving that product. <laughs> you know, hip-hop, hip-hop is, 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 is highly acclaimed in colleges more so than high schools right now. They have hip-hop archive departments yeah. at Harvard and, and different schools like Stanford, mm-hmm. places like that, and we don't have that in our own high schools. And that's that's amazing. races are so interested in learning. Yeah, exactly. You know I, mean? exactly. I was just getting ready to say that. And that's just... Go overseas and do shows, how they react. They can't even speak English. And we were just... Uh, uh, Dick Gregory, I was down, listening down, to him down, word word saying word. as we, we were coming over... What did you just say? That's why I brought it back to you. Yeah. yeah exactly. I was listening to Dick Gregory say when we were coming over how the... Um, the professors, they don't really, I mean, you know, they're doing more, they're involved more than the artists. They use, they're now using the artist as the middleman and bringing it in and having you, getting your input and then putting all the, going to do the research and then having, that's why I brought it back to the school because there's so many of that was, go, so much they of that was PhD going on. They have a PhD in you. That's right, what that's I know right, that's Some right. Some of them get on my nerves because they're sitting up there quoting Tupac and quoting Easy right. like, right. like they made it up. And that kind of makes me mad, but, you know, hip-hop's yeah, been very, very mad. good to me, so, okay. I mean, I, you know, I know for sure I wouldn't have had jobs in broadcasting if it wasn't for hip-hop. For whatever reason, Too Short didn't want the job, my first TV job, and that's mm-hmm. why I got, well, they thought he cussed too much. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got my first job. Well, you know. Oh, right. really? Yeah. <laughs> that was back right. when he was making beats in his mother's garage. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Amazing. I mean, it's, but it is true. That's a great point, Medusa. The, the respect that the art form of hip-hop gets yeah. in the academic circles mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. uh, academic, meaning college and up, right. as opposed to the LAUSD or, you know, the regular media. Exactly. The regular yeah. media. Um, one of the legacies of, of 92 um, was, we talked about this a little bit, was Watts' um, Peace, Treaty. Peace Treaty. We know that was in the works before the unrest, but it kind of got galvanized by that and worse, you know, there's a big Isn't that ce- ironic, though? Yeah. Big celebration in Watts. It is ironic. <laughs> They're doing something else, right? Yeah, there's a big right peace now? treaty. Uh, well, you know, all of it, I think, I'm going to say this. My husband is the deputy mayor of gang reduction and youth development. What is that? That came out of the peace treaty. That mm-hmm. came out of the movements on the streets. I know because I was there. Right. You know, back when I used to have Bo Taylor and them on and people Bo would say. Bo Unity One? Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, and, and, and Rock, Big Rocky and, you know, a lot of those guys, Psych and a lot right. of those guys. There's some many still around, some not. Um, but at that time, the idea of 
the police or law enforcement and community organizations working with former gang members to bring peace to the neighborhood was unheard of. Mm-hmm. You know, and people would say, why are you putting those gangsters on the radio? Well, now it's become policy. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason that our killings are down to 1967 levels. So we think about mm-hmm. that as a concrete improvement, and hopefully we can export that because that's not going on in other cities. Right. Keeping these gangs down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way and the way people communicate nowadays too. You know, this technology. Everyone's their heads down in their in their Twitter and their texting and 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 there's a certain amount of laziness that right. you know that this this technology is bought. So people aren't in the streets in the same way for the same reasons. Well, yeah, um, but we. I mean, I just never thought we'd see the day now if someone is killed. You know, the community. The, the you know the community leaders the hoodsters everybody comes together right away so that at least there's not 10 more people killed right, right away right. after that it's right. that one person and that's incredible that's not happening if you look at the the homicides in Chicago Detroit mm. you know other big cities that haven't had this peace treaty movement they're not enjoying the benefits of that which means more people living so i think that's something uh, really powerful that came out of this well, what do you think is the role of hip-hop or the, the West Coast, you guys, and, and those that are still not here, you know, um, in in bringing that peace movement forth? Um, if I could speak, it, it seems like we're like board members now, more so than just active <laughs> artists. We've moved up in age and we've you guys accepted are the elders, other responsibilities. The council of elders. We're the elder OG elders or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's more, to me, it's more from a, um, it's more from a communication standpoint as opposed to outside of just making records and, you know, trying to put the message in the records. It's really more about, you know, being a little bit more visible and being able to be related to in my world, especially in social media and in, public well i know hutch and quick for sure back at you know when i used to do street science yep. both of you guys did peace movement events with us oh at the at the you know at the Church. juvenile halls in the streets and wherever <laughs> and that was always maybe not on it might not have been big in the lyrics but yeah. the streets knew about it exactly mm-hmm. and i think i think that since we came since we came from the element of the streets i think People respected us when we done stuff like that, you know. Like right now, as it's like you know what Yo-Yo's doing, and I, my whole thing now for me is I try to be more of a businessman about it. Even just being an artist, I try to be more of a businessman. Try to show young people like this is this is what you want to get to. Versus I'm gonna stay out here and be wilding, you know. what I'm saying in my forties and acting like I'm twenty, you know what I mean? Right. You can't do that, you know. Yeah, and I think like yeah. we said, we older now, we more focused. That's around having a stroke. Exactly. <laughs> You're right, and it's real. Yeah. So, and you know what type of wildin' I'm talking about, just, you know, not really caring, but, you know, we've always cared. I think that's why our message was always what it was, where we came from, because we could have been doing something else. Okay, we got a whole bunch of, bunch of people that want to talk to you guys. We're going to hit the phones when we get back, but uh, I got to do this. Um, Hutch, would you like to inter- introduce you, VSOP? Okay, I got yeah, the radio yeah, edit. This, this, is, this is classic, <laughs> above the law, VSOP. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of Street Science. <laughs> Let's go. Always increasing the family. The front page. Radio Free. 102.3. KJLH. I'm the feature of the OLD when they 
I hit at the plant with the speech, cause it's me, KMG, more flex in the sex oh, of the yes, beach. my brother takes two to take him, since we got him, or we got him, we better use the right So angle. I'm a push, push, in the back of the bush, cause it's a wonderful yeah, feeling. Yeah, cause we got the goods for your suckers, and I didn't use the whole pot of combo, the whole gallon of juice. So I'ma ease up on them real quick, watch I'm me. I'm gonna the ratio when we hit them up, cause when I'm on the dice, I roll a step, they come in, I'm take the car, your woman, your whole damn house. So now, I start with the quickness. Affects my ends to my friends and let God be the witness. Oh, I'm gonna teach you how to body slam. Let me show you. But step into my world, I got something dope for you. So hold on to my woody and don't be scared when we do the bump yeah, boogie. Yeah, it's like bump, 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 That's the sound of my heater when the ill stuff. I keep it feeling confidential, bulletproof is requested. Got the fist in my hand and I've already blessed. So toast up a boogie, cheek, cause I'm T-O-L-D. The beat is kind of humping and I'm Cause tipsy. everything is on the one, it's a natural high. When I get to the hook of the joint, you know why. Everything is fine when you're rolling with your homies in the little bit of PSOP. Now the ladies get hot with a whole lot of... Find your greatness. The front page. Radio free. 102.3. K-J-L-H. I don't know what happened to my song right there. I don't know. Maybe I should try that again. I was trying to bring you guys back. We're talking about 20 years ago, whether it's uh, civil unrest, the Watts Peace Treaty, the role of hip-hop. Before we get back in, I want to um, thank Sky's Tacos. They're feeding us this morning. They're they're incredible. I don't know if you guys know that Sky's has breakfast, but their breakfast is off the hook. They're known for their world-famous gourmet tacos, fusion menu of Mexican and soul food. It's owned by the very glamorous Barbara Sorella and her son, Victor Burrell. They do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They've been over 19 years in the community. If you love tacos and you want to buy black, <laughs> Sky's Tacos is the place to go. They're open Monday through Sunday, and they also have a mobile cuisine. It's out on Crenshaw a lot by the Starbucks over there from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. I like the shrimp taco. They're at 548 West Pico Boulevard in L.A. They're at SkiesGourmetTacos.com or on Facebook, Skies Gourmet Tacos, 323-932-6253. Thank you, Victor. Thank you. We love you. And uh, happy Thank Wellness you. Wednesday. Uh, yeah, uh, so you brought something healthy? Yeah, I do. Oh, I darn. Did. And we do, and I did, <laughs> and we do. She was like, yeah. red eye. You know, red we, uh, I know, we have wait, some turkey omelets, a little veggie. And, um, you know, I'm just um, glad to be here So uh, on this day. And we've been around actually 20 years now. 20 years. So Congratulations. We know all about the riots, putting signs up so we wouldn't be looted and so And forth. you weren't? No, we were not. Mm. And so it was uh, it was something else that day. Well, um, Mama's not here, right? No, she, but, she's she's getting her beauty rest. Yeah, I know. But tell her, send her love because she's so gorgeous and we love the restaurant. And it's the bomb. And that's like the new black up-and-coming district now over there. Pico, you yeah. got Theater Theater. You got you guys, Dr. B's places over there. It's um, Lamert Park uh, North. Yeah. Over there uh, in Pico. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And this actually has been, it's been a black business district for a long time. But now it's going to a new level. Right. Because everyone's going over there today and getting Sky's Taco. That's right. And don't forget about the taco bar, Sky's Taco Bar. So, mm, I'm getting hungry just thinking. Spinach tacos. They there are uh, potato tacos. Right. You know, I I'm Black a vegetarian, so I'm excited about that. I just thought I'd let you know. 
Like thank, me. You. thank you. Like me. Thank you, Medusa. See, you got a free uh, endorsement yeah. by a legend of hip hop. We got a lot of legend in the studio. In fact, it's legend day around here. DJ Quick is here. Big Y is here. Yo Yo is here. Oh, boy. oh he's not here. Hutch from Above the Law is here. Did I say Medusa? I think I said Medusa yeah, already. Did. did I say Big Y? I, I, I hope I did. We're still here. Um, yeah, my, my record didn't fire, but I'm going to try it again in a minute. But we were talking about um, 20 years of hip-hop, 20 years of rebellion, 20 years of struggle, 20 years of change. And we got a lot of people that want to talk to you. So I want to go to the phones because we're going to have to hand the mic to Steve Harvey. So I want to make sure we get to some folks here. Um, Lynette from L.A., you're on the front page. Good morning. Good morning, Dominique. Front page family, your guests, reparations in memory of our ancestors. Uh, I just want to say praise the Lord. We Generation X, Y, we made it anyway. Right. Mm, everything yeah. that they have said about us. And uh, I want to, of course, thank uh, your guests for what they're doing to make the negatives and the positives. But my question has to deal with, and I know it's a lot of stuff that came in between the truths, you know, including the police. I remember really well how even when you, when the Bruns and the Crips was having their uh, football games, how the police would try and instigate or try and break it up. And, and, okay, Lynette, and, it's 548, and, oh, so I need oh. you to get to your question, if you would, please. But, but what I'm trying to say is, is that I know peace is not an easy thing and like Yo-Yo said the resources are not there for the ones that's coming up behind us but what do y'all think about our children being six times likely to be unemployed but yet there's always money for prisons and things and yet we yes. still have police brutality. Got you. Thank you Lynette. I think that's, I think that's how the, the mic has always been. Yeah. You know, it's always been like that. I mean, we had those same statistics, I think. You yeah. know, we just didn't know it because it wasn't Facebook and Twitter and all this, you know, social media stuff. I mean, you know, now you kind of know what this, what it is, you know, what is, what they they can project that. But I think they've always projected that. I mean, they've always been building more prisons. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that's a, prisons are, they, they create an economy. Exactly. You know, human beings become subsidized and uses, you know, as, you know, equity to keep, Building prisons. That's why they call it the prison industrial complex. I think what's good for our generation is kind of like we have we have we've created a little more opportunity. I mm-hmm. think you know for our children. I think yeah, we and, and we've always done that. Our black, our community. We've always our our issues was never society's issues. Right. It's always been inner city issue. We've all mm-hmm. blacks have always had to take care of our blacks. So we just right. have to continue to do yeah, that. Absolutely. We have to continue to make our own resources to yeah. keep on providing for our community to keep mm-hmm. on using our education or whatever. Absolutely. we're doing to pull together. I mean, that's yeah, why we loved it's, it's, the temptations. Yeah, and, people talk about statistics. Uh, yeah. I mean, the different people who came into the community and did it before. What's his yeah. name? Uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Ali. Uh, just different people right. who, yeah. you know, who became leaders in our Tim community. Brown. Yeah, exactly. That's why we love them because mm-hmm. we've always had right. to stand up right. for our yeah. community. Uh, and, and we have to understand that, you know, that like he said, that is Frederick an economy Douglas. thing. That's a that's a setup. You know, that's why uh, right. that's why a lot of our schools and malls in our area start are starting to look like prisons and facility it's a setup they're preparing and, for that and have you always thought That's about statistics if you notice the statistics that they give us it's always bad it's not how many black people are in college it's right. not how many That's black why, people you know, yeah. it's That's always what, bad it's always hard yo yo and I were talking about that about the remember the five dollar woman supposed our, so supposedly our net worth what they say you was mad about that five dollar thing I was mad too and I was glad you were mad because we 
We statistics are endless. You choose yeah, what you want to highlight. Yeah, we right, need to right, highlight right. what serves us, Absolutely. not what doesn't serve us. And I think that's what that's what Hutch and I were agreeing on. Right. Yeah. Uh, TK from the city of Compton. Oh, you want to say something quick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 there is one thing that I've noticed just recently by going back to Compton, I'm surprised at how the uh, how houses are being torn down and left mm. vacant. Yeah. That's a little spooky to me. I see that in Detroit all the time, but seeing it in Compton is kind of it's uh, it's uh, polarizing. So. And, well, and, and we may see more of that because the housing, the amount of houses that the banks have taken back from people, if they dump them on the market right now, the housing market will go sell. down even more. No exactly. one's going to buy it. So that's that's a shame though. If you think about, it, you'd rather destroy a house and let someone have a place to live. Right. TK from Compton. TK. TK, paging TK, please come to the microphone. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. I need the short version, please. All right, I just wanted to uh, comment on what Big Y said. First of all, you know, I do represent the youth, and all of us don't want to pill, uh, pill pop and party, and a lot of us do hustle. And uh, the police, they don't, uh, ain't nothing changed, so history don't repeat itself until it get better. They stop abusing us, you know, maybe it won't be another riot, but I think it's going to happen again. You think you'll, you see it happening change. again. Uh, you know what, I, I think that um, things have changed some. You probably weren't there, but still, if it's to the point to where you feel like it could happen again, then it can happen again, because that's your, exactly. that's what you're living. Make sure you be the one that each one, part of each one, teach one, that teach your general generation that to keep it going. You know what I mean? You sound hey. like you got your head on you pushing it in the right direction, you got to be the one to make sure that, you know, to hey, look, hey, look, hey, hey, look, sure I don't want it to happen, trust, I was there, I was, I, I was young, but I was riding, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and I don't, I don't want it to happen again, I've seen it, you know what I'm saying, right. but at the same time, they, 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 they don't, man, they, they keep repeating, like, I was 23, three cases, four felonies in one strike, two of those cases from, uh, was from retaliation from this Compton Sheriff's, one of them, which helped, Ooh, uh, mess don't up get me started on the sheriff's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one of them, one of them uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they ain't changed. I, I haven't seen change from my personal for, from my personal experiences with them. Yeah, well, I mean, change, look, change takes time. I think you're right. We got a long way to go. And the, and, and the sheriffs in particular, the sheriffs are under investigation because one of the captains out there in Compton is supposed to be a drug kingpin. You've got the abuse in the jails. You've got the Maitrese Richardson case. Dominique. Yes, sir. Mr. Growing Clinton. up in Compton. The Compton police told us in between 1980 and 1987 that they were the biggest gang in Compton. Mm. They pulled guns on me so f- many times that I almost pooped in my pants. I couldn't believe it. I got a 38 special in my face. For what? And now there's a new investigation going on about a... They had to, to break to them up. They were, they were the cocaine sheriffs. cowboys. Mm, yeah. They had to break them up. And look look how they ended up. Look, look where they ended up going to. They need a consent decree like yeah. the LAPD had. They, I'm not, the FBI is investigating the sheriff. Department right now wow. okay. for the prison abuse right now. So uh, yeah. So I could clear up that what he just said. Well, the, the sheriff's department punks the police department. Well, I, hmm. <laughs> well I don't, I'm not going to sign off on co-sign that. I know this much. I know that it's a it's a bunch of cool sheriffs out there. So I'm gonna shout out to the ones that I know yeah, that yeah. have looked out for me in them times when yeah. I didn't have no security and I was like, quick, we love your music, man. Go ahead, you good. Well, I like, like e- but you know, I mean, even you know, thank you, LA County sheriffs. All law enforcement has people that are trying to do the right thing and got in it for the right reasons. I wish more of us would get in it, then we would see, you know, fewer problems. But change takes time. TK, thank you for your call. Oh, boy. You know, uh, David from LA has been holding for a long time. David, short version, if you would. 
Yes, uh, good morning, Dominique, and entire front page family, and all to and to your hip hop legends, uh, specifically DJ Quick. Thank you. Uh, thank you for rhythmalism. Uh, it's still in my um, heavy rotation play. Got that Clyde uh, Davis for Rhythmalism too. <laughs> um, I, my question is to um, all of your panel: Do you think that um, we'll ever see a day where the police won't uh, profile? No, David, no, you can't. You just got to put it in the hands of God and hope that, that you know, people can change because we all human. And yeah. dealing, like Quick said, any organization, it's always going to be some bad apples out the bunch. So all you can do is really pray that a positive feed of going to these dudes' head is, I'm talking, to, I'm speaking on the police officers, you know what I mean? And hopefully that they can understand that it's a different way that you can approach the situation without profiling everybody. Yeah. Hey, paperwork straight. And, and, yeah, because it, it is it is a money machine at the same time. So sometimes they just are meeting a quota. Sometimes they just want your car. You know, they, they want to make it hard for you. So and, and it's the same as it was in the 60s. You know, if you're standing in the park and there's more than 12 of y'all, they they they, they, yeah, they, they it on you. They it <laughs> That's why, but see, this is why people it's are getting caught up in another trick bag around this whole thing about unlicensed drivers. Because people think, oh, that's only going to benefit Latinos. You're not thinking. Right. You don't know any black people that don't have a license that are driving. And so this new law that Chief Beck is talking about makes it easier, a new policy to get your car back Mm -hmm. if it gets taken because you didn't have a license. That's cool. And people want to say, oh, no, no, that's that's they're just helping the Latinos. It may help the Latinos and good for them. I'm not mad at that. It's going to help you, too, if you don't have a license. Don't get caught up in it. A trick bag. I want well, my car back right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a ride. <laughs> um, let's go to Kevin from L.A. Kevin's been holding a long time. Kevin, I need the short version because I have a movie mogul that comes on after me. Yes. Okay, I want to yeah. say hello to the ladies. How you doing, Yo-Yo? Hey, sweet. And, and uh, all hello. the other guys there, sec- I mean, uh, above the law, get all your music, but quick. I'd like to ask you a quick question there. Yes, sir. You know, I think you got an untapped talent in jazz music because I take a lot of your music that you just do instrumental and I mix it in with my jazz music and stuff. And always people always ask me, who is that? I go like, that's DJ quick is just your instrumental version there but i think that's your next great I would be down with that if I could get signed to Blue Note. Now, if I get signed to Blue Note, I'll drop my name and I go be good. the new Charlie Mingus. What is it? <laughs> a blizzard? <laughs> no, but I appreciate that. Right yeah, we're doing the jazz album. Yeah. You know, but it's going to be spelled J-A-S-S. Jazz. <laughs> big old, no. big old jazz. Oh, it's got to change the smell, spelling of everything. What's up? Yeah, what's up with that? 557, who can we squeeze in? I'll be fair. I'll go by who's been holding. The longest that would be Mac from L.A. Mac? Mac, I need the short version of your long question. What up, Mac? Hey, I'm from the East Coast, man. I just want to tell y'all, we used to live through y'all videos. And, you know, when the riots kicked off, we went to the streets. You know, I don't want it to happen no more, but, you know, Trayvon... This, this is touching more than just our community, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. everybody's pissed off. Uh, you can't and say that on the radio, Mac. Anyway, <laughs> your bottom line, you want their reaction? 
Right. No, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean. And, and Trayvon Martin's family will be here on Thursday. They're awesome. going to be at West Angeles Church, 530 North Campus. Uh, the family of Kendrick McDade, the Pasadena teenager who was killed by police out there, has been invited. Um, I was about to say Johnny Cochran. No, he won't be there. Rest in peace. Uh, Al Sharpton will be there. Jesse Jackson will be there and more. So wow. I guess he was bringing up Trayvon. I don't know if you guys want to react to that case. Well, no. I mean, that's to me, that's justice that has to be due. This is where we get to see due process. And we'll see how it works. We'll see how it pans out. If you know, if, if, if the evidence that the, the, the prosecution think that they have is strong enough to convict this kid of second-degree murder, then they must know something that we don't know. And that's why you have due process. We, so we'll all see. We hope that they know something mm-hmm. we don't know. Because, yeah, and I think you're right. Let's tricky. see what happens. We have to right, keep our eye on it. tricky. The whole bailout process. Because yeah. it was tricky. The whole bailout process, the way the lawyer was coming. I mean, and I just didn't yeah. like that whole yeah. setup. Just, I was just looking at him like he knows his father. He knows Zimmerman's right. father. I can right. just tell right. the energy right. was just, yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I really think that uh, he's a tricky dude, right. that Zimmerman, because he that apology in court was real, real uh, tricky. The, I just turn it off. The sudden desire to apologize and, and throw in there that you didn't know how old the kid was, even though you said on the tape yeah. that you thought he was a teenager. I think it was counsel-driven. You need uh, to say well said. And I well think said. he caused his own back of the head injury. Yeah. Right. Well, it, you know, it, it's not inconceivable. Right. Remember the school cop here in L.A. who shot himself? Yeah. Right. That was at my exactly. son's school. Yeah, Steen Rose. Yeah, exactly. All right. We got to go. Steve Harvey's got a radio show and a number one movie. And uh, I like to keep my job. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really want to thank all of you. DJ Quick. You got it. Big Hutch. Medusa. Yo-Yo. Big Y. Anybody want to say something? I just quick. want to say goodbye to some people, if y'all don't mind. Yes, not uh, at all. Shout out to Quincy Jones, Quincy the Third, Tina, Jolie, Kidada, um, my beautiful wife, Pastor Cookie, my kids, David, Dijon, Demaya. Uh, congratulations, Dave, class of 2012. You're going to look Woo-hoo. real good at prom, kiddo. To your girlfriend, to your girlfriend, Jamila, congratulations, Tiff. That's what it is. I just want to say that. Mama, love you. Jackie. What's up, Jackie? <laughs> my sisters, Sylvia, Brenda, all my sisters. And you know what? I'm we strong. didn't get to it, but we're going to get all the websites and the Facebooks and put them on DominiqueDeprima.com and KJLHradio.com so folks can track you down. Thank you. We got to go. Steve Harvey's got a radio show. As you go on your way about your day, let's take a moment for an affirmation. Let's take a deep breath in and let us release. Today, I ask that the truth be revealed to me. Truth is eternal. Truth is the essence of my soul. Truth is grounded in love, power, peace, joy, and wisdom that will guide and protect me. Till next time, Radio Free Family, one love. KGLH, Compton, Los Angeles. All them fools tripping on the money, man. I come on, let's go get it the way, and then I blast away. How far, player? Far enough to go off the edge. I push another again off the ledge. So I stumble as I slide to the ship. Yeah, my eyes kind of teary and gun kind of heavy. I'm a walking dead man is what they call me when I'm coming. Got the big mess on my chest, so I'm kind of gunning high. Powered on my way to the west side. To check up on some chickens, it's a hell of a drive. So drive on. 
As I hit my dodo stick to the break of dope. Crime fighting's what I do. And the kids in my crew don't take lightly to you busters. And so we say, okay, then book Tuck you in for the night as you think about the paper at the funeral site. So when I'm hanging with the click and we hit the man, I feel good that the city of angels call me Black Superman. Even when it gets funky for me, I have learned to be grateful. That is one of the best lessons I've learned. And I got to tell you, man, it has been hard for me to learn that lesson because a lot of times I've wanted to go, okay, God, why? Why am I going through this? Why are you allowing this to happen to me? Lord, when is enough of this going to be enough? I got it. Man, where are you? Will you hurry up and come on?